Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'm sitting here on the top of a cliff on a trail overlooking a creek. I'll tell you what. I absolutely love my life. I don't really have anything, anything special, but ever since I, I've gotten to really understand what this Jesus was saying and to follow the Holy Spirit, well, my life is just kind of taking a new turn, and it's not that it's perfect. And Well, I just don't know where I'm going half the time or what I'm doing. So today I was watching some YouTube videos because it seemed the other night that, well, even though I was looking at that RV and then I... He told me not to look at it anymore, and that the rest was up to him for a while. All of a sudden, the other night, I found myself in front of a YouTube video about these nomads that live in RVs. and Well, it looked like a perfect way to be able to hike the entire country, following the Holy Spirit the whole while. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's one of those things that he doesn't tell me. He just keeps showing me things and I keep following it. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because I'm not attached to anything in my life at this point. <clears throat> He's going to do with me as he does. and That's all I really want anymore is that will of my father. And I talk about that often because, well... I ran my life the way I wanted to, and I'll tell you what, it really didn't turn out too good. I was always trying to chase two things. I was trying to chase this world and the Father at the same time, and trust me, when I was following one, I wasn't following the other. But this time around, I got to reading that scripture about what Jesus said, and I've stuck close to it, and this time I found a new truth. And this time I'm not going back to that world. I just don't want it. I don't want what the world has to offer. I don't want the judgment that goes along with it. And well, I still have a job and still live in a house and all of that. But well, I'm just trusting he's going to do with me as he will. And going into this quarantine, well, I'd been talking to the Holy Spirit and. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, and all of a sudden I created a podcast going into quarantine, and then started doing YouTube videos. And now I've got a web page and a Facebook page. So who knows where anything's going, the truth of the matter is, because I remember in the beginning of all this, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to, uh, at the beginning of this podcast, I said I wasn't going to allow money into the picture because I didn't want somebody's opinion being weighing in on what it is that I say and do on when he's given a message through me, because I just get on here, I turn it on, just like now. I didn't have a clue on what it was I was going to say. I just turn this thing on and let him talk. And he just tells me that it'll come out right, even if it comes out wrong and it doesn't matter. So what I've come to see is that well, since that's the way this works, I don't have to be attached to that. And Jesus in the Bible said that a worker's worth his wage. So on the podcast here, I have added a donation button. And when I created the website, I did create a thing on there for PayPal. If you wanted to do a one-time donation on there, there's a setup for that. And that's on that 
uh, www.kingdomwithin.biz. But I don't feel like I have to worry about it at this point because now this relationship has gotten much stronger between him and I, and I'm just not worried about it. And I see that, well, if somebody doesn't like my message, they won't donate. And if they do love my message and the Holy Spirit tells them to, they'll donate. But the truth of the matter is that I want to make my life about following the Holy Spirit, not about following everybody else's idea of what it is my life ought to look like in order to maintain so I do want to preach the love of Christ full-time, talk about it here on the internet, and I'll just go wherever my father tells me. It doesn't matter where I go. Whatever he tells me to do is what I'll do. And so far it looks like first it was Virginia, now it's an RV, and it might be because, well, I could put a spot on that mountain for the RV. But I think I'll probably do more traveling than not if that's the route he takes me. However, I'm under no illusion that I can do this on my own because, well, I have my own debt right now that I've incurred before the Spirit came back. Well, plus I've built a website and doing this advertising with the Facebook page he's told me to do, it's incurred a little bit of debt. And, well, I didn't have donation options set up, so I've been incurring the debt myself, and well, I just don't make that much money. But it doesn't matter because that's what the Holy Spirit told me to do. So I'm just in absolute faith that that's the right thing and that it's going to work out. Because I know if I live in fear, that's that thought of Satan and other people call it ego. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's the one that causes us to be selfish and to be afraid of the future and think we have to grab onto everything. And we think that quite often, and I'm just talking from my own personal experience, I used to think that when I do something in this world, it would get rid of this pain inside. And I just come to realize that the ways that I was trying to get rid of the pain is what was causing the pain. Because it was all selfishness. It was all getting from myself and not about giving to others. And, well, I told you all over and over again that I didn't come from the light. I come from the dark. But I live a life I'm not ashamed of now, see. I try to help people. That's what I do for a living. And everything about my life is about trying to head toward this father. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. And well, it doesn't mean that I feel like I'm getting it right all the time. But what the Holy Spirit has showed me is now that I'm doing what Jesus asked, and I'm pretty much in line with my own truth, not that I'm in line with anybody else's. I can discern the spirit because I know the truth of love and the love of truth. And it is guided me down this path to understand what Jesus meant. Because there's a secret message there that he talked about that, well, it's buried. But there's a lot of things that, so when I started getting down with this message of Jesus, when I stopped looking at everything else and I just got down to that, the Holy Spirit was able to start tearing things down for me and show me that there's truths in there that are hidden. And sometimes it's the way something's worded that it hints at another truth that the church isn't talking about or what other Christians aren't talking about. It's kind of like that eternal hell in the fact that they're um, not going to be any reprieve. Well, if you do what Jesus asked and you forgive another so that you can be forgiven, when you start pulling that off, you'll start seeing that God's love is even greater than what the world thought it was. And 
because if you can actually start pulling off what Jesus told you to do, well, that means God's even greater than you think because if you if Jesus asked us to do that and he expected us to do it, and he did expect it because he said it over and over in a thousand different ways, I know that if you read that John 3.16, you don't believe you have to, and that's okay because, well, those that are in hell are going to be there for the eternal moment and now until they choose again, and I also understand what he was talking about, about if I just were to chase the world and not worry about everybody else, he said, in my death I'd just be across that great divide. I come to see that that just means that I'm not going to get <clears throat> this future life that he promised unless I'm willing to do what it is he said I should do. And friend, I've found myself on the, that, the divide here. I don't need to worry about it there. What I know is I don't want it anymore here, so I don't want it anymore there either. Instead, I've just choose to come to know love by experience. And it was funny, there was a gentleman on there that's loved, that does that uh, RVLiving.com, and he talked about love, and he said he didn't even like to use the word because, well, people have so many different definitions for it, and that he was trying to be unselfish, but in relationships he found himself being selfish. But And that relationships don't work out for him because he's so busy working, doing what he's doing, helping people, that it often, it's his top priority. And that's kind of like, he's doing the same thing I'm doing, except I'm just doing it with the message of Jesus. And that is, I found that in my, my last couple of relationships, they didn't work out because not only was I working a full-time job, but I also had some volunteer positions that I do in a few different uh, board of directors. And then I was doing some, running some groups on the side for folks. And so I have a, I've had this busy life of helping people and doing things. And in relationships, quite often, well, people want you to make them your main priority. And at this point in my life, I see that the more I give to God by giving it to everyone else, the more I receive for myself, even though it doesn't have anything to do with money. It has everything to do with this joy that I have inside. And it's only been these last few years that I've really figured this out. And because, well, I'll tell you, I wasn't getting that message of Jesus back before I started becoming the way I am now. And the more I started doing these things, the more joy I had. Even though I had less time and less money, I had all this joy. And that's what I was really looking for in my life. And now what my father showed me is that he wants two things of me, and that is one, to talk on this internet and talk about the love of Christ. That, that really is my true passion now. And the other thing he wants of me is to spend time with him. And so... I do spend a fair amount of time in the woods, as you know, like I'm giving a report from there now. Because when I'm out here appreciating him, he's getting exactly what he wants, and that is my love. And so, when I'm alone out in the woods, I'm in communion with the Spirit, and giving my Father all kinds of gratitude and love because of the joy that I've found because since I've come to love him and come to understand the truth of all of this, what Jesus said, and this Holy Spirit's come to me, well, I'm now in love with this Holy Spirit and God, but 
but I'm also in love with myself because for the first time in my life, I'm really understanding what he was talking about this judgment. And so one of the things that Jesus talked about was that at the end of the age that we'd have to uh, answer for all of our idle words, meaning all of our judgments we made against people when we weren't paying attention to what we were saying. But what I've come to realize is he was actually trying to get you to pay attention to it so you'd figure out that, well, all those judgments aren't hurting you then, they're hurting you now. And that might not be true for you, but... It was true for me, and what I found is that I found this kingdom because I've stopped judging other people. Even though my eyes still think it sees one thing, I already know that my eyes are lying to me. You know, I was grew up in a different environment, and I got taught to be afraid of some people and think some people were more than others, and that's just not true. Every person is a child of God, and that's the way I see them now, and that's the way I try to treat everybody. But if I stay away from the spirit too long and I get to hanging out with people in the world, I can get self-righteous in pretty much an instant like everybody else. So I've just come to see that that's the reason that he's leading me this direction is so that I can spend more time with him so I can give him more pure message. And he gets my love when I'm with him, with people, and just all the time because my mind is right now. And I don't know how to explain that to people because it just doesn't make any sense until it does. And well, that's my purpose is, now that I've found this joy, is to give it to other people. Because I have no other purpose in my life except to be a servant's servant because Jesus told us to be that. And now that I've become that, I'm happier than I ever was because now I'm in alignment with what he said. And I'm just finding pure joy in my life. And it doesn't matter whether anybody else thinks I'm right or wrong. And when I'm on here talking, sometimes I talk about things about the darkness that he talked about, or I might talk about people killing each other's wrong. But the truth of the matter is, it's right. <clears throat> Until you decide it's wrong, and then it's wrong. And I've just decided it's wrong for me. But what I'm talking on here is, I'm not talking to people that want to find heaven when they die. I'm talking to those that are seeking the kingdom that Jesus promised we could have. He said the kingdom wasn't here or there, but the kingdom of God is within us. And that's where I found it. I found it within me, and the less I judge you, the less I judge me and my Father, and the quicker I can forgive me, the quicker I can forgive you. And the quicker I can forgive you, the quicker I can forgive me. So therefore, my life is about how do I not judge people and how not to have a thought about the thought I had, instead return my thought to the Holy Spirit so it can have a better thought for me. And that's what it's doing for me now, and I just have this faith that this is all going to work out, even though I have no proof of it. But my life keeps stumbling one way to the next, and it just seems that everything works out. And like doing this Facebook page and the website, I never really thought too much about that, and I never thought I'd be good at it because I didn't know anything about it, but it turns out I don't have to be afraid because the Holy Spirit does all the work for me. And since the Holy Spirit does the work, well, all I have to do is show up. Because I've told you, friends, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I never thought I was, and it turns out I'm not as stupid as I thought I was when I was younger. I've learned all kinds of things over my lifetime that I didn't think I could. But it turns out that when you rely on this Holy Spirit, it gives you greater, higher thoughts than what it is you had to begin with. 
And once you end up with those thoughts, well, you don't even need to worry about the thoughts you have for yourself because they're just kind of irrelevant. And if you're doing what he asked, it doesn't matter whether you succeed in this world or not because, well, if you're looking for success by Jesus' standards, well, then you're just trying to figure out how you can give more and ask less for it. And that's what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean that I don't need things because, well, I have this debt that has to be paid off before I could make the next move. And I told my father that, and he told me that I don't have to worry about it, that all I have to do is keep coming, that that's his business, not mine. My job is to keep putting one foot in front of the other, keep having faith that it's going to all work out, and let him do what he does in my life because he's worked miracles before. I just was too busy being afraid to realize what kind of miracles I had going on until here the last year and a half when the Holy Spirit came back to me and started putting thoughts together that I couldn't find. They were right in front of me all the while, but I didn't know how to use them to work in my life. And well, he's just taught me these things and I just don't want to go back to thinking the way I used to think. I don't want to think I'm better than anyone because then I have to be less than someone else. This judgment just is a terrible thought. But what I do find is that, well, being a servant's servant, with the purpose of giving love to the Father and receiving it from the Father, well, then I end up with everything I need. And because I feel like I'm in alignment with God, I'm in alignment with myself. And so what happens is, while I'm loving God, I'm also loving me. And loving the Holy Spirit is kind of like loving yourself, and you can't love the Holy Spirit unless you start loving yourself. Which means you have to start talking good to you so that the Holy Spirit can start talking good to you, because you wouldn't believe it even if it said it. Friend, there was a time in my life when I hated me more than just a little bit. There was a time I used to look in the mirror and cuss at myself. There was a time in my life that I used to hurt myself. So I'll tell you, that's going back some years, but it's been a slow process of learning. And I'd start heading the right direction, and I'll tell you what, I've often said that I'm the prodigal son, because even when I kind of inherited a newer, higher love, well, I ended up going out in the world and blowing my inheritance, and I didn't do anything good for a long time. And to tell you the truth, I did things that others would call completely selfish and completely not right. And I don't blame him because it wasn't. But at the time, I was doing the best I could with what I had because I still had this such a low self-opinion of myself that the only way that I could get the hateful thoughts to go away is to do something to take my mind off of them because I was kind of stuck with those thoughts and I didn't understand how to keep that Holy Spirit. But this time, I'm just not letting go. I don't know how to keep going, but I don't know how to go back. And because I'm doing one, I'm not doing the other. So I'm just pushing ahead forward, and I have no idea how to how to get there. And he showed me I don't need to know, because that's what Jesus said. He said, be like the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, and the Father will feed us and clothe us. And So I'm just trusting that no matter which way all this goes, it's going to go perfect. And even if it all goes wrong, it'll still be right. Because I was doing it with the right intent. And that's how I've learned to discern the spirit. Because I can look at everything I'm doing in my life and the intention behind it. So even when I'm not doing it right, my intent is good. And it's about 
loving other people and the couple little things that I haven't got right yet he's assured me that at the perfect time that he'll do with me as he will and I'll get it as right as it needs to be but the truth of the matter is the firstborn was the only perfect child and he doesn't expect us to be perfect he just wants us to keep doing what the first one asked and the first one did literally say that well the student is not greater than his teacher it's just enough to be like him so I'm just trying to figure out how to be more like him every day and there's certain things I'm not doing good at that with yet but I'm getting there and I'm not giving up every time I f fail I just ask for forgiveness and keep on coming because I realized the forgiveness well he wanted us to ask for forgiveness so that we could feel as though we received it so that we could give it to another and then give it to ourselves because as long as we're judging somebody else, we're going to end up judging ourselves. That's the way that works. You can't start forgiving yourself until you start forgiving others. It's a process that if you truly want to master, you have to master both at the same time. That's what I've learned over these years. I forgave me a little bit, but until I was able to forgive other people, start finding forgiveness for them. But part of that means looking at my own truths and looking at why it is I was doing what I was doing and looking at the hurt I was causing people even when I didn't mean to cause people hurt. And when I started doing that, I started to see that everyone else in this world is doing the exact same thing. They're not necessarily trying to hurt each other, but they're in pain and don't know how to stop. So they're trying to do things to take their mind off of. And it doesn't matter whether it's gambling, sex, drugs, kind of like those men that quite often abuse women they're just men that are trying to act like they're in control trying to convince themselves they're in control because they're so out of control inside and they don't know what to do so they take it out on other people to convince themselves they have power when they got no power because they've given it all away but you couldn't convince them of that by hearing what i'm saying so i'm not talking to them because well jesus said you know throwing your pearls uh to the swine not that anybody's a swine but what he was saying is people that aren't ready for this love and this message if you go out there and try to make them listen they'll just get mad trample your pearls and turn around and eat you <laughs> or hurt you is basically what he's saying so i don't go out preaching at anybody instead i just well i do a little bit but i do it here on the internet mostly and I try to talk in a relating way when I talk to people and not be preaching at them, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And if we get to that point, well, then sometimes I talk about these things. But I don't go forcing myself on anybody because, well, I don't have to. The Father's going to give me the people that need to hear my message. And those that need it will get it. And if they don't need it, they won't get it. And I realize that many people will say that I'm completely wrong on my message. And I'm okay with that, too, because... Well, the only thing that matters is that what I have is what I want, and what I want is what I have, and that is this love of Christ, and that's what really matters to me in my life. So it doesn't matter. He already told me that if I come to truly love him more than I love the world, the world would hate me for it. And therefore, just like the Jews that were hanging on, like those Pharisees hated Jesus, I'm sure there'll be some Christians that hate me because I'm not saying what they're saying. So for you that are like that, if you hear me, just forgive me for I know not what I do. That's what Jesus said. You don't have to worry about if I'm right or wrong, because Jesus said that even those that uh, if they're for me, then they can't be against me. So just know that I'm for Jesus. And 
since I'm for Jesus, I can't be against him. And therefore, a house divided against itself cannot stand, but I'm not dividing my father's house, I'm uniting it. Maybe not with the exact same message that the church originally came up with, but there's, a, there's some of us out here that have come to see that the love of the Father is greater than what the church is saying, and this whole eternal health thing just doesn't make any sense if you actually do what Jesus asked. And so I'm talking to you all out there that just can't believe that God's going to condemn somebody forever. And it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong, because what the Holy Spirit showed me was, when I was worried about whether I was going to get this right or not, was he showed me that my father's after relationship, and if I'm giving my father love and relationship, and I'm using that message of Jesus to do it, well then how can I be wrong if I'm right? Because everybody that reads that Bible ends up coming up with different truths. So I'm not after anybody else's, I'm after my own, and at the end of the day, I'm pretty confident that when I stand before my Father, I'm going to know I'm right. And the Holy Spirit that I believe I'm talking to is really the Holy Spirit. And even if it's wrong, even if it's not the Holy Spirit, then it's me talking to myself. And it's talking about love and forgiveness. And every time I go to judge somebody, it says, don't judge. Every time I go to judge myself, it says, don't judge. So I believe that it's the right one because if I judge me, well, then I get angry and then I judge someone else. And in all of that, I judge my Father. So I've just come to see that all of that judgment just leads to insanity and self-righteous and judgment. So I don't want to be of the world anymore. I just, I've got to be in it. That's where I'm at. But doesn't mean I have to be of it. And so I've just kind of given up being of the world so that I can come to know a love, higher love. And that's really all I want. So if I can do this till the end of my day, I'll be happy. I don't know if I can or not, friend. I'm living one day at a time, like Jesus said. I've, my thought of Satan tells me that I don't have the courage or the strength. And some days I almost believe it, except I don't, because Jesus told me different. He said that it's not for me to do it. He said that the meek will inherit the earth, friend. Meek means those that don't have a lot of strength or courage. But if you get this Holy Spirit and it gives you strength and courage from the Father, well then, I don't know what his courage is strength is capable of so far far more than mine was i can tell you that much all right friend well i think i've been on here long enough just thought i would tell you where i'm at so i do now have a donate button on here if you want to give a donation that would be great and if you don't that's okay too i will tell you that it isn't tax deductible because I have not set up anything as a non-profit or any of that because I'm one guy starting out talking about the message of the love of Christ so I'm just going to pay taxes on it like everybody else so friends may God bless you and yours